This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. Now, let's pick up where we left off. We're We're Luna. And this, this is Gaotic. Our podcast about absolutely nothing and yet everything, hosted by us homosexuals. We all share one brain cell. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm Josette. I'm Katie. I'm Naomi. The three of us have been in a band together for years. We've been friends for a decade. And we've been gay since the beginning of time. (laughs) This week, oh my gosh, we have the handsome, talented Matt Rogers. (laughs) That is the saddest song ever. It's yeah, so that's good. To love that's yourself is so gay. It's when you're like, when you <laughs> like, know things are not good. When you're like, hey, actually, I'm worth it. <laughs> I am worth it. <laughs> and <laughs> someone will think so. <laughs> Somebody said like, okay, there was a there was a meme that was like a sign from Home Goods that says like I'm enough, and it was yeah. like it was like that's like the wow for ten thing. only ten ninety nine you can let everyone who comes into your home know that you're really not <laughs> really doing well. having in crisis. <laughs> I, I I love I love that so much. You know what's embarrassing <laughs> is I'm I did a song with. Oscar Scheller that's called I'm Enough. So the only thing that's on my personal, like, Katie Gavin Spotify is just a song that's called I'm Enough. Katie, you are. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm special. No, for I real. I swear to God. Oh, please let me believe it for once. It's like a, a long breakdown. We need, Dead like, chaos. a Variety Mag cover of us and then... Uh, it's like the quote from Matt. Sorry for all the chaos. It's like the photo of us. Like, like the, like the cover where, uh, where Ellen's like, yep, I'm gay. And yeah. she's like, Oh, yes. or not. Oh, I love that, Yep, I'm Gay. That's the yep. so I'm gay. Yeah, I want that as a t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of, one of my favorite Moon Alive performances on TV was you guys on Ellen. I loved that performance. It was good. I, was good. I, you was know why it was good? Because the worst she time. It yes. was wild. Anytime that it feels like a high stakes, like the late night TV performances feel How? actually really high stakes. Yeah. Well. Have you been, have you done any of those? I've not done any late night performances. I've done late night shows. Like, yeah, I've okay. seen, I've, 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 I've seen been you on the, the couch. The TV. And yeah, I was actually I was I was, a, I was a part of the bit for Titanic. Yes. Titanic yeah. rather. Yeah. And I'm um, watching them rehearse. It it seemed very high stakes. And I've of course seen a bunch of SNL performances. Yeah. And the yeah. energy around those is very like, okay, here we go in yeah. a way that it's not like with the sketches. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not No, ready. we will be taking beta that's blockers for those. <laughs> I, at a certain point, you just, the only thing that's bad about SNL is like, when we do TV performances, we say, we're like, we're going to do this twice. And yeah. you're not going to argue. SNL is like, fucky ducky. Well, you also get the dress rehearsal though. So it's fucky ducky in that like, there's only one that's live. I need them to trick me though. I need the first one to be them to lie to me. I need, that's the thing. I need to be lied to all the time. You need lies? Yeah, absolutely. During the actual show, you need to be told, this one's not, this one's, so we did the taping actually before. Yes. And this is practice. That's actually good performance. 
yeah. TV. Yeah. Well, you know what they could do if it wasn't like live. Well, here's my question about SNL, and this is a hot take. <laughs> Does it okay. have to be live? Who <laughs> is watching it at 11:30 p.m. on Saturday? That's a great uh, me on vacation. Yeah, okay, great. And also <laughs> vacation, me in high school. Vacation, yeah. And also people at home, like you know, empty nesters, etc. That type. Or of like person. if I'm yeah, yeah I mean, babysitters, hotel. babysitters hotel. for sure. Waiting hotel. for parents to come home. It's but, always by accident if right. I'm watching it actually live. But it that's is by just accident. because of the era now that we're in. What, I watch it the, the bedtime day. Well, I find out what Bowen has done. Yeah, Cute. and then I watch all that. Yeah, and I if I like the musical guest, I will watch sister. the but, musical guest. Yeah, and so like, but what I'm saying is they could upload onto YouTube the dress rehearsal performance, and no one would be, everyone would be none the wiser. Let me just like transition to this thought: How many times? How many? Like, let's say out of ten times, have you met someone that you? knew was like famous just because mm. like of y'all's access now because I know for me it's like out of 10 I'm usually pretty pleasantly surprised by yeah I, I would by say people, yeah people are most people is, are really nice it doesn't matter yeah. how my, my thing my thing yeah. is it doesn't matter how they treat me it's how they treat the other people around me who 100%, aren't famous 100%. or who don't have some sort of thing to offer and that's when that's so the true. tea is Spilling all over the floor. Yeah. And the tea has been spelt by many people, I would say. Spelt. Spelt. I think <laughs> I, I agree with Joe. You've I heard think of spelt flower. <laughs> okay. People well, tend Katie to treat us bully. nicely. <laughs> Uh, they do, whatever. yeah, Maybe because we... it's because we're like a band. Yeah, yeah. I bet cool. they they treat y'all nicely and they treat Geo nicely. Well, yeah. In fact, the other day I was driving and I thought I and this would be so his energy. I feel from the person I've created in this my head. This would just be so Geo. But <laughs> I I thought he was like driving past me and like a on like a skateboard. Oh, driving past you on a skateboard? Well, I guess rolling past me on a skateboard. <laughs> scooting past no, me on a skateboard. No, he was going 45 miles Skate, How about the skating past me on a skateboard? <laughs> we got but there. I, the guy was so hot. It was giving such geo energy mm. that I was like, is that geo? And I swear it was like Can I tell you that moment crazy? where you're going to drive your <laughs> crash your car because crash you feel your... you see some. Okay, you want to know something really crazy? What? Geo is a motorcycle boy. See, and a Corvette. Boy. I'm also going to say this. I'm not even He's kidding. actually a Porsche boy. Oh, it's Porsche. My what? mistake. My His, mistake. He inherited like a, Porsche a 70s that he's or been no, an like 80s Porsche. Fixing, like and for car. listeners, and for listeners who have forgotten, once again, we actually are in a band, even though you guys know us as really famous, professional famous podcasters. Famous podcasters. <laughs> but we are in a band. First and foremost, the way that I'm first and foremost a vocalist. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. So famous we'll be merging those two things to make a and famous podcasters. But we shockingly we are in a band, and we are talking about our bassist Geo. Who mm. he is, is kind he of a is wet the dream. reason that our tours are selling out. He, he, he is. He kind of gives <laughs> uh, Olivia. What? No, not Olivia Sweeney. What's her name? Who Sydney are you Sweeney. About? He, he gives. He gives boy Sydney Sweeney because he's a of bimbo? like undeniable <laughs> no, sex just, appeal and star energy. Yeah. Well, he yeah. he's just sexy. He works on cars. He's giving. He's giving what people jerk to. And I'm gonna say this. Yeah. He's worked. Uh, Gia, we love you. You've worked very hard <laughs> to be the man. Yeah. That you are he, today and we see you. We. You should have we, seen him in college. He molded has from clay. So many games. Really? Oh, like a hundred pounds worth of muscle has been added to this body based on this man's work. Also, he he made the he made the intelligent decision to shave his head. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that that. That is such a revolution for some guys. When it they really shave their head, it's like it actually it's like a is Coco a said, yeah. Shave your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think yes. a shaved head and an earring can really turn things. Does, around. He doesn't have an earring. Those are no, some of the only successful revolutions that have. We made our happened. we yeah. made our guitar tech Ivan get an earring. Well, we didn't make him, but we encouraged yeah, him. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna make good. him get a hoop. Can I say, as someone who has actually performed live on stage with Muna, the energy is so. High octane and beautiful and so great. And I, I will say <laughs> that about 90% of my energy was like, oh my God, I'm at tech with Muna. This is so cool. Like, I want to sound pretty good. I had never performed with an earpiece before. Oh, that was a new experience. Oh my God. 
And then 10% of my focus was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and because and he Wait, was so Gio beautiful. Was, as, uh, Ivan. Gio. 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 I, his energy was also so beautiful. He was smiling. He, he was is. like, you're doing a great job. Uh, like I was like, best. thanks. Like it, he really. Well, he has is, access is, to joy. We'll, we'll just tap in and say, Gio, if you're ready to make the, the great barrier crossing. But I think it was oh, really I'm cute. I'm available. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like so available. It was really cute because I, because I, you know, you and Bowen have both done a song with us now at different yes. shows and I got Sold to observe because I think Bowen thinks Gio is cute too. Yeah. I would Who doesn't? I would imagine. I, I haven't touched base with them about it but I, no, actually, Bowen, did. Bowen, Bowen did. Bowen had Everyone like a very um, so cute. Uh, kind of upfront like I think made a couple of comments I think he about said, like, your, your Instagram gets looked at and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, you know what? I think like, that when really I followed open. him, I saw that Faye, at Faye Dunaway had already like some things. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, my sister is not my getting there. My sister is not getting there. Because here's the thing about me and the straight guys. Yeah. Let's get into it. We, we, we have a way. I mean, so I've been told by a couple straight guys, hey, listen, just one word. If. If. Yeah. And then I'll be like, listen. I'm just saying. It doesn't like, mean what does it mean? Burn it down. I could Wait, be a girl. Do you have an do you have an actual history with? No, I've never hooked up with a straight guy, and so but many. Are you being serious? But what is hooking up? This is my tea. Sex. What is, no, but no, 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 no. No, I know that. <laughs> I know that. Sex. But what is hooking up with a straight guy? Because once you fuck, isn't that no longer really? No, straight? I don't know. Because I feel like. Well, first of all, eschewing all labels, someone that's like a hard, like before you, like I've only ever dated girls, only been interested. Yeah. I'm just saying it seems like a lot of my gay male contemporaries have a story mm -hmm. about in high school messing around with a straight friend. Yeah. And I, I can remember a couple friends it. that I had yeah. where it almost got there. Sure. And I wish that I had gone the extra mile because you, I was like, so fucking young. horny. You're still young though. You could be there. I, this is I why I'm talking say, about Geo so much say, on the podcast. You could get a high school. <laughs> <laughs> you star, baby. And also, I was going to go back to, I'm I'm reconnecting back to when you performed with us. Uh, Little do you know that you actually saved my life during that performance. Huh? I'm serious. So, okay, huh? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spill tea. <laughs> Second. Me very huh? on a podcast. Very, very, very like oral medium. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're narrating an audio book. <laughs> like, this is a story. We're going to sample your reaction. <laughs> well, actually, How did I do that? Well, every time that we're talking shit, we'll actually play that. You're like, whoa. <laughs> um, but during that second Wolterne show, because of just being so tired from like yeah. the adrenaline the night before, and we honestly we got rocking. We got <laughs> fucked the whole day with like, so I don't know if you picked up on my energy of being like, we have to go bop, bop, bop when we were doing sound check because we were just so. Busy, bop, but the bop, whole bop. performance up until when you came on stage, I was like, I, I was doing it just to do it because, you know, that's what you do as a performer. Uh -huh. But when you came on stage, I actually became happy. Seriously, when you came out, uh -huh. like the three of us after the show were talking about how you, you saved our lives. It like, was the, it was the energy. Seriously, I was I was a, I was also a robot. Sometimes for like that was one of the best for like a week after I would watch clips and in like our stories or whatever that people would tag us in. And every time you came on stage, I was like smiling at my phone. I could like see myself like, reflection mm -hmm. my phone. Like smiling I have a couple notes for myself for the performance, which no, I would have well, worn. I would have worn a different outfit. I think it was cute to reference the shirt that I wore it in the was, music video, but I would have worn a like a cuter outfit. And two, Wait, what do you I, think? I messed up the words a little bit from excitement. 
What? Oh, that's who cares? Hey, let me tell you, everyone else. Nobody is too. gives. <laughs> that's the crazy thing is like nobody gives a shit. Like I really wish that. Um, it makes me sad to hear about musicians who like will beat themselves up after shows for like little mistakes. Like they mm-hmm. play a different note than they meant who to play. Who cares, baby? Nobody gives I've a been shit. There. Yeah. Like, and I even do this. As like, long as people are having fun. No, it's that and show, you sound good it's about the whole that time. Show, like the, when we, when we did stay away with Jojo, like I kind of boofed it a little bit, but, <sighs> but you know what? Cares? It didn't fucking matter. Cause you know who was else was singing? Jojo. Jojo. Yeah. You know, I, that's, that's the part. So like, I was nervous, like pretty much all day. Cause I was like, Oh my God. And, but then also knowing like, it, they know it's Matt Rogers up there. Like they're not expecting you to be like. Well, they know Matt Rogers, down. famous singer. But, yeah, right, famous first singer. and foremost a vocalist. With which the I'm famous gonna, podcasters. I'm going to put that on my Instagram bio. Yeah, first absolutely. and foremost a vocalist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah yes. but um, when JoJo went on, well, first of all, I mean, who who among us is not like a JoJo fan from? Uh, way it, w- it was crazy. Back. So when JoJo came out, then I was like, oh man, like not only is everyone here going to see it, like. Jojo's gonna see it like one of the best singers I believe that exists. That's why you have to turn off your brain. She's an underrated vocalist. And and then forget about Phoebe. I mean, like, you know what I mean? And then I was like, oh, that on my ass is gonna come out there and sing like one of the highlights like of the album, which I mean, like, is this song that and the second it started in the crowd, like you could feel the energy just like Mm -hmm. shoot through. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God. But then it happened, and I swear to God, at the end of the year. I had like a very good year and at the end of the year I made like a top 10 list and it was in there. Yeah. It, it was one of oh, my favorite so moments of the, of the whole year. It was one of our favorites too. And well, then I heard afterwards that JoJo did watch she it. She did. And then and then I was talking to this guy Doug Krantz who yeah. took photos yeah. for her yeah. and took photos for me at my LA show yeah. and was like, you know, she is like a fan. She knows who you are. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I've I've been, since I was 13 years old, Yeah, like a Hard JoJo fan. You do love the vocalists. Love. Like, she's and an she's R&B. giving vocals. She's giving vocals. No, she's I, such a good singer. My whole jam is like R and B pop of that era. Yeah. Like if it's from 1997 to 2004, five. Like for me, it's like it can really be encompassed with the Mariah of it all. Like yeah. Mariah when she kind of fully committed to the R and B thing totally. and with like Butterfly yeah. and then through Emancipation. Yeah. Like that whole thing was like major 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 huge in like my development as a person like talk mm. about like culture that made me yeah. say culture was for me it's yeah. that yeah like i was listening to brandy i was listening love, to love. like Absolutely. forget it i mean like and she's such an effortless singer like she makes she's it so ridiculous. easy jojo's the same way i mean like i could go on like you know tlc destiny's child yeah. obviously yeah. like yeah. you know just Ugh. and then with the male singers like people forget about the name brian mcknight yeah, like, they I do mean, forget like, about that name. But you can catch me listening name. to Back at One every night. I'm not. These, this is going over my head. Forget about oh. it. I have never heard of Brian McKnight. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. You're like a dream come true. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Just want to be with you. It's so good. You have to go back. Cute. So were you at that age, like, were you listening to that music and imagining having sex? And more importantly, back to sex. You're absolutely yeah, no. a clown and a fool. Well, well, the I first time I ever came, chaotic, the first you know? time cum ever came out of my penis was to the song, Come, my lady, come, come. Come, my lady. You my sugar. Are you are you actually fucking serious? I'm not kidding with you. How could I make it up? Well, that is an erotic song. When did you come in the song? Was it? I mean, let's just say it was during the chorus. Following directions. Let's just say my body knew to come during the chorus. On the downbeat. Yeah. But I remember, like, it was one of those times when you first come where you're like, oh. 
Something's very wrong with me. I'm sick. I'm ill. Wait, 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 wait. I can never do that again. Cut to me doing it thousands of times. <laughs> how, how old were you? I was, I was 11. I was an early comer. I think. Is that, is is that, that an early, early comer? No, I no. You like... know what? I was nine. 11 that, is okay, when nine, I yeah. realized yeah. I was gay. But I was like jacking yeah. off for two years. Like, I guess thinking Just thinking girls. about the, what? Just thinking, <laughs> thinking about, just about the my word. Lady. Didn't, didn't you wait, just you think about the word sex? I don't think that was me. Who was Who said that? that they just thought they just came? No, oh, no, it's I'm Phoebe. Sure. It was Phoebe. It was Phoebe oh, Bridgers. Yeah, was yeah. Phoebe. Just thinking about the word <laughs> sex is uh, so funny. I, I love kids. You know, yeah. they're so creative. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I used and then okay. Well, I'll talk about chaotic. This yeah. is vulnerable as hell. Yes. I go. I wasn't jacking off my hand. I was fucking every pillow I had. Well, yeah, Katie no. loved to fuck pillows. Shout, shout out. Well, I, were you jizzing all over them? Because my... my mom would throw them out because they were hard. <laughs> you know that scene in Bridesmaids where she's like, I I split a towel in half. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I split it in half. Literally <laughs> every pillow like... that I slept on with my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that character on um, Big Mouth. That would have been me. Pillow. Big Mouth is that would have been me. So evocative. I love <laughs> it. Evocative. I love it's it. It's so poignant. I think oh. if I had if I had come that would become hard, hard, so as to be able to crack the, my whole my, all every pillow and my I whole bed. To, I would think about couches, things like that. All kinds of stuff. I, I used to think about. Thank <laughs> God I don't have. Even though I was like me being a girl was its own conversation. I used to think. Thank God I don't have a penis because then everyone would know <laughs> I'm what rock I'm hard hard. all the time. Yeah, I See, think that must be a struggle to this day. It, yeah, you know what? Like th <laughs> there, there was an era of life where it was like. Being a horny little gay with a penis was an incredible struggle because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I right. was, and also, like I said, it was not getting like tended to. Like sure. I didn't have like a secret friend or anything. Right. Um, I remember like one time I was in home economics and this kid, Mike, was up at the front, like, I guess like, I don't know, baking a cake. Like it was his turn to like bake a cake in front that's of the cool class or whatever. Had home and I literally, oh yeah, we had home economics. That's it was amazing. like, it, they didn't teach us any of the good shit though. It wasn't like, here's how you do laundry. It was like, here's how you cross stitch. It's like, I don't yeah, need like, know how to do this. I was like, can you tell me like what taxes are? How yeah, about that? I know. Or like, what's <sighs> detergent? What's bleach? Is there a difference? I, like, I didn't do laundry my first year in college. Like really? Is that Mama, weird? The way I, the way I only, <laughs> the way I only learned to make pasta when I was a senior. <laughs> Oh my God. That would have been good for home economics, I think. How do you they boil don't teach pasta? You, they yeah. don't teach you anything you need to know in school. They really don't. My school was a joke. The way I, I was like, you're going to give me a test on trigonometry. <laughs> I can't boil pasta till I'm a senior in college. <laughs> Meanwhile, trigonometry, I'm never going to think about again in my mommy, life. Mommy or daddy are teaching us pasta, but my mommy but and that daddy aren't teaching really you. Mommy, mommy and daddy mommy are teaching was, you but... your trauma only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should be the whole <laughs> economics teacher's job. Or the, otherwise, what is she doing? Cross stitch. What? So I can have this little. I remember I made a little squirrel. And I was like, well, great. I do kind of want to see that, to be honest. She disintegrated years ago because she is not, she's never going to stand the test of time. You know what would have stood the test of time? The skill of boiling Boy, pasta. pasta. Mm. I remember to this day. But thanks for, for my friend Amanda, my <laughs> in, in senior year of college. Shout no out. thanks to Home Ec. No. Wow, but, shout out like to Amanda. I, but I spring up Home Ec because I was horny, so horny for this kid, Mike, who was baking a caker, mm. I don't know, doing a cross stitch in front of us, <laughs> that I literally, I, I, I literally started to like pre, leak pre-cum in, in my I, class to the Christ. point where I was like, I have to, I was pretending I was having a, um, I was pretending I was passing out. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I feel like I didn't eat lunch because I was laying there so that my dick could calm down. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't leave class at the end of <laughs> class like everyone else. I was like, I have to lay down. 
<laughs> I love that. In college, oh. I left a class early freshman year because I was staring at the kids back in front of me and got so horny that it hurt and oh. I had to come. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so that so actually turned this... me on a little bit. <laughs> Let's all hook up. <laughs> so so when was the yeah, I kind of missed that time in life. What to when be it, so horny? Like well, I, aren't you horny as hell right now? I am. You yeah. are, but it's also not. But it'll never be the same. It's not, oh, it's not easy. No, that and also when you were horny at the old broke yeah. on it and impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Busted down. I'm like at her feeling sex quote unquote means something now. I'm staring you're not just staring at somebody's back in pain yeah coming <laughs> wait yeah. So imagine now you, i need yeah you're going you you're going to what i wanted up. yeah what if or, you're like when did you uh, two, come two, out two questions two, three <laughs> questions three questions okay uh, how did you how did you realize you were gay uh, when's the first time you made a kissy with a boy okay i love this and then three um what was the last one i don't know gay uh, shame oh when was the last time you felt oh when not the last time that was probably this morning as we all do well day. you already said that after you came to sugar baby you felt like oh no i'm sick mm. but okay like, well i'll tell you what I, that I can song's called questions. butterfly so yeah, let's, so let's start at the i was gay when i was 11 so i i was only gay when i was 11. <laughs> i was gay Same. when i was 11 then i went through a period of straight no <laughs> sure. just kidding <laughs> I, i've always been like so vividly and like ferociously gay that are you gold mm, star i am Wow, wow, iconic. God bless you. Shout platinum. out maybe only No, just kidding. Room. I'm not. I did come through a vaginal birth canal. I can't claim platinum. Platinum. No, I don't. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm platinum gay. Just kidding. I'm diamond. I'm just saying I'm, I'm platinum. Yeah. You are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I've touched a penis, but yeah. it's never. I don't I, think that's platinum. But it's I'm never. So but sorry. it's never. Nothing has ever touched me. <laughs> or never and never touched here, baby. And never will. Well, well, I'm, never. Well, like, I'm not saying never. Lips for the viewers at home. I'm not saying never. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, you could love. Yeah. I'm a man about town. You're you never for Gio, though. A little bit, but also like me. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> me, uh, Gio and Joe have more of a sexual connection. I, I think I, I Gio and I have he's, a, I have a so he's my hall pass connection. for pegging, according to my girlfriend. But he does not want to be peg pegged. <laughs> he's so he's been like, that's cool. but <laughs> No, he so would he, let me you don't peg think him. He'd he's be a little bitch. No, he, I would make him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Even in the beginning of my gay life, I didn't think I'd be into any gay butt stuff. Now- Oh, I, I love that. I fucking love it in my ass. It's <laughs> that is Wait, speaking sick. of ass, let's throw to a break Throw really that quick. ass in a circle Throw that break. ass all the way to a break in the butt. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. That was a great joke. Um, okay. Now we're back from our break. Back to apps. 11 years old, my friend Matt came, my, LOL. <laughs> came over to play in the pool. Matt and, and I remember Matt. we had a great day. <laughs> there are only and so many names. At the end of the day, there are only so many names. It's Matt, <laughs> Ryan, Chris, and that's yeah, it. And that's about it, yeah. Um, in White Long Island. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> sure. just kidding. Sorry to all the Andrews out there. Now we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> 
but we're in the pool splashing around having a blast and later on like i was getting ready for bed and i remember i was thinking to myself wow i had a great day like i love that matt came over that was so much fun like i love matt i love his back I love his back. I really like want to touch his back so bad. I would love to rub my dick on his back. I'm gay. And I remember looking out the window, and it was this was so poetic. The blinds, the vertical blinds, and the moon was a full moon. This is like Swiss. And the moon was coming in through the vertical blinds, and it was like a prison. It was, yeah. like, it was like a prison yeah. on me. Wow. And I remember, I remember the only feeling I could feel was just fear. Yeah. And I was just like so Aww. so scared because this is nine this is 2001 like early in the year on, on Long Island when there was clearly no gay representation. It was no. only a joke. It was yeah. only a way yeah. you could be a not serious person. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was I think there was like Will and Grace or or Will and Jack rather on Will and Grace yeah. and it was like oh well there's Will the one who's like boring and acts like a straight guy and we take him seriously but you only yeah. ever see him like yeah. shake the hands of the dates he has yeah and then yeah. there's Jack the who we know is getting fucked but if we if you if you got hit by a train it would be in line for the comedy on this show yeah you know what I yeah. mean like, yeah oh, we were Lord. just talking about that we grew with up Tegan and Sarah how, how there was gay representation but it was just that we were jokes and you know what they were doing the best they could they were. Yeah. And I yeah. would say, I, and Sean Hayes is a friend, and mm -hmm. I think that I've never really gotten into it with him, but he was on Las Culturistas, and he did describe like a certain amount of pressure because he wasn't even out at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole thing was like these are straight men playing gay guys. Don't worry, America. You know what I mean? That was yeah, like the whole so thing. Wild. It was like a, a way so to wild. get people to feel like they were watching a permissible comedy show was to have these you know ostensibly straight guys yeah. playing them. So. That was what was in the air. Yeah. This is pre-Ellen, I think, or right after Ellen. And yeah. that, that was after not. After she got like shoved in a hole in the ground. I think it was like out. it was like pre-Ellen yeah. being like beloved yes. and post-Ellen being like essentially blind. canceled. Yeah. The yeah. description yeah. of that really of your realizing you're gay really took my breath away. It kind of sounded like something from the house on Mango Street. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember that book? I only it was remember like, being forced to read it. The vignettes. It was like it was like little poetic it. vignettes. It sounded like something yeah. from that. I mean, like I, it would really imprinted on me that moment. And then I remember like time dash to the next day, sitting at like um, the table eating lunch because it was the summer, and it was like a lot of my friends around, and my entire focus is on don't look at any of the boys here, like um, you know, it, do not like how let's let's conspire in my own mind, all the secretaries in your mind getting together to figure out like how we can hide this. Yeah. And I do remember vividly in my head being like, well, you'll never tell anyone. You'll either die or that's <laughs> it. Like I remember, but it was literally like oh, that bleak. Yeah. yeah and then it was, Were I you kept thinking it a secret. I need to, I, I'm going to need to act like I'm straight and just live a different well, life? Well, yeah. I mean, like I, because people had said like, oh, you act gay, you act gay, but it never connected that okay. I was. Like I was yeah. like, oh, that's a mean thing they're saying. I wonder why they're saying that. Yeah. And then yeah. I realized like I acted a certain way because I was a certain way. Yeah. Mm. And so then um, it was like a con – it was occupying I think like – 60 70% of my brain space totally. from 11 totally. to 19. Yeah. I, I, I feel so that. hard. The girl there were girls that made fun of me like in junior high but it wasn't ever actually that I was gay. It was just like there's something off about you. Is it not so fucking crazy that 
people we know. know when other people are gay. Yeah, you can yeah. smell it. You don't eat. It's you just so. Know. It's it actually fucking. It blows my mind. You know that study? Yeah, where it's like. But faces. I would say it's a little gay of them. Wait, what study? So there was there. This is crazy. No straight people know too. And I'm gonna fact check this. They definitely and know. If I if I'm wrong, I will. I'll 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 fix it. But. <laughs> I there was You'll a, fix there, it. There, I'll fix it and I'll be right, uh, <laughs> and everyone will think I was right all along. That's exactly that's the edit. That's honestly my wet dream. To you be give yourself right a positive edit, maybe. a hero edit. It's yeah, called I need, I need the, I'm, I'm the hero. I listen back and I get a villain edit on the podcast. <laughs> like it's like words put together. Like I'm just being like homophobic and a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a really cool Sorry. like ar- artistic Sorry. tangent on somebody's podcast like if Lost Cult had like the full app and then you had like a five minute villain edit for different people <laughs> I love that I, w- I literally would do that if I if I didn't know for a fact there were idiots out there that would just, that would just be like they are <laughs> I need I need infinite I need infinite um, money at my disposal so every True. idea Period. every <laughs> stupid fucking idea like that can be part of my life. Because yeah. actually like, doing that's, a billion edit, that's a, what I want to hear. It does cost yeah. thousands. It costs thousands. <laughs> oh, a villain edit? This is the thing. I want, I want people to do the labor for me. I want to be carried around like I'm a baby. Yeah. And then all my wonderful ideas. You want to be like on someone's back like this and then you say like, do the villain edit and you're like walking through an <laughs> you office. You know what's yeah, funny like is you have literally like, two producers in the yeah. right now looking They're at They're literally conspiring and being like, okay, we're going to make a villain edit. Villain edit last five minutes of this pod or last okay let's do last eight minutes and we each get two minutes of villain edit I mean I just won't cut the things you guys ask me oh no. no oh my god oh, no. truly Straight evil and nefarious Straight you know, you know, this is why this that is why I won't apply I, I always had these dreams always had these dreams I, during the pandemic when I was watching Survivor I always well, had yeah. these dreams <laughs> During the pandemic, oh, I was like watching it and I was like, I'm going to apply. 100%. And then like I was oh, sort of going through so it. I would love. I was going through it like a week ago. I was in Sundance and I was walking around and I was like, this would be an amazing atmosphere for a Survivor audition tape. Yeah. And I pulled out my phone, I kid you not, and I started to do one. I can't. And, Can and then literally I, I watched it back and then right in the middle, you hear me go like, why am I fucking doing this and put it away? <laughs> but I that's why I, I won't follow through with doing it because I I think if I got cast, they would give me the villain edit. You would do well. I feel like you would do well. I think I would. Here's what I think would happen. I would make it the jury. I would get there. Would People would like the you. Jury. I would make it the jury. <laughs> I would make the jury. I'd get there. And then the villain edit would be so bad. Oh, and it would be geez. so apparent that I'm like... <laughs> meddling but that people would be like oh, yeah we voted off that bitch <laughs> <laughs> no, and people, it would people would like you people would like you, you no would, i think you would go far well i also think that people are super aware people who aren't idiots are super yeah. aware of the villain edit in a way that we weren't even a couple well, years I, ago i, I don't it. know if it's and the people RuPaul who are villains are actually now mother yeah, you know, yeah. Like, villains are mother. Are mother. And the queer villains, villains are celebrated. Yeah. yeah, villains are getting well. They're all gay. Yeah, yeah. they're all gay. They Which all, I support. They actually, are all gay. You know what Factually. I really miss? Like a psychotic homosexual <laughs> Disney villain. Yeah, yeah. we. Where do they go? Have you read *In the Dreamhouse* by Carmen Maria Machado? It's such. You're it's asking so me if I've read a book. Do you read? <laughs> this one would, this Are one you a reader? <laughs> a reader? There's a reason they're called like... readers is because someone else out there is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, Carmen Maria Machado? Yeah. It's a really good book. It's about a relationship. <laughs> I want it. I want it. It's really good. It's about a queer, abusive relationship, and it's really beautiful because they explore like feeling torn about 
like representing this because like there right. is that burden of representation. Like I don't want to show that it is hard. Queer people can be also shitty people, but then there's also like this um, uh, liberation and like yeah, there are there are actually queer yeah, villains, and it's every Disney villain. Listen, and, and, the, and the way that they were doing it back in the OG days was like. Okay, like you're tapping into a fear, a literal homophobia, and this uh-huh. gay person is evil, and like they are funny and iconic. Who's but... your favorite evil? Oh, Ursula. Gay. Yeah, Ursula. Oh, Ursula. I was, I was thinking, what's the other girl in the Emperor's New Groove? Isma. Oh, Isma is great. Well, she's also iconic lesbian, but you know who else? You know who's underrated? Yes, and, gets, and, and it's actually a real vivid picture of tortured homo like I- I- internal homophobia is um minister froyo from hunchback, <laughs> from hunchback. Of Notre Dame. Wow. Yes, that's the so song crazy. hellfire oh it's, it's, so it's one of the greatest disney songs of all time that movie, yeah that movie's be mine awesome. or you will burn <laughs> and that was the tenor version yeah yes. it's more like be yeah. mine me, or and, you will burn and that burn. was also the the music stylings of the vocalist matt, matt rogers, rogers. Matt rogers. So. first and foremost of a book you know oh, i literally when i was on tour doing my show yeah because i was out i actually did Tell me if you think this is crazy, because I do. Let's hear it. I did 15 shows in 23 days. Yeah, that's crazy. <gasps> Were you face steaming? Were you, like, using 15 the face? 15 shows in 23 days. I, I was days. just kind of quiet the whole time. Mm. But, like, I was thinking about you guys, because I was so like, you many- know what would really throw me off right now? A fucking earpiece. Yeah. And my shows are still, like, pretty lo-fi. It's me, yeah. the piano, and I'm playing, like, I think the the biggest one I played was, like, 1,400 Well, seats. I think you'll that's eventually have to get in your monitors, like, yeah. if you're going to keep doing when the, the stadium Christmas Christ, 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 yeah, stadium when, when I play Sophie. Yeah. Um, yes. No, but, like, Sophie. but, like, we are thinking about adding a band next year and, like, yeah. expanding it. And totally. so, like, then I think I would, but, like, yeah. I was, But you're like, saying wow, it would throw you off because you can't hear the audience. It's just a new element. You will love it. I don't know, though. I mean, like, I still struggle yeah, Katie because wants, I like, want to. I want to be with the people. Yeah, I get Katie it. wants to be with the people. I'm with the people, and I can actually hear what I'm doing. Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to get out in front of the fact that I was on my phone for a second there, and it was because I was looking up visual detection of sexual orientation. Oh, we've, we've yeah, we went. Okay, wait, we're circling people. back. Yeah, Let's talk about the gay yeah, face. Yeah, what is that? So. Going there, back to Naomi being study, right. It's literally gay face. Yes, yes. A study was conducted. So just like a Perez Hilton insult. Where people, <laughs> were, where people were shown images of people's faces sans eyebrows and, sa- and no mouth expression. So just from here to here, no eyebrows so as to not be able to like see emotion. There was some- They it, shaved all their eyebrows off. They, they like photoshopped it off. And people were Men able to women, guess they were gay? People were able to this guess sucks. at but an But do you know what the rate. theory yeah. is? Is that you can, um, you can over time, like- Your face is gay. <laughs> over time, <laughs> over time or your at least face this part of your gay. face. From what you've seen. But it is <laughs> a little bit- I mean, like I feel like this is seen. like- it's a little problematic, but I guess well, it's, it's like, science. It's gender, like normal. It's gender, it's gender, gender normalizing. It's very bi- binary, kind of. But they're saying that gay uh, <laughs> cis men uh, make. I guess it's masculine v feminine. We can say okay, it yeah, that yeah. Way. We'll use different terminology. A little, a little less. Um, make there's like there's facial expressions that are associated with like masculinity and femininity and that create certain wrinkle patterns yeah and, and work certain muscles like on, on your face, face. yeah oh. the lesbian, like, let me here, tell you the lesbian so you're expressing brow. you're yeah. expressing yourself so like a straight guy is like this yeah and yes. and, so and a gay guy's like this yeah, yeah, and this, yeah is, exactly. this is actually perfect so content for a exactly. podcast. So this, Wait, this Naomi, I was doing the bottomize emoji for gay man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, um, I don't know the yeah. bottomize emoji. 
Come on. What is it the eyes well with tears? The one that's like. Oh, okay. Actually, I use that a lot. I can't be doing a better impression of it. Why is that bottomized? When the bottom is like. Please, please let me be fucked. That's been so me lately. I feel that like. Okay. So like when you're gay, and this is another thing, is it's like you asked before, like what was my first like kissy time with yeah. a with a gay guy? Yeah. I was 19. It was my boss, which is really common. <laughs> that is really really common. Well, he was like one of the only gay men yeah. that yeah. reached out to me in a kind way. Yeah. How do you think about it now? Like, um, it's complicated because yeah. it ended in a way that. Do you perpetually have daddy yeah, issues basically, now? You know. I do like, I, I do think that older men are hot, yeah. but it's just, it's they more are. of a thing of like, this guy was 30 when I was hooking up with him. So yeah. like, I, and basically I'll say in so many words, it ended in a way where he was not really respecting a boundary I had put up mm. and it like, uh, it, 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 it gave me in, in, in a physical way. Yeah. That, uh, and that so sucks. like, it was not. That's good. not cute. And gave yeah. me, and did give me a degree of what I can now recognize as trauma after like, yeah. After like honestly hearing a lot of people's stories in 2017 yeah. about the like, Me Too of it shit. all, and yeah. then I literally was like, I was reading one of them, just about someone being like cornered, yeah. and like eventually like um, acquiescing and like going through with the sexual act, but not feeling good about it. Totally. Yeah, basically um, something similar happened to me without getting specific, yeah. and I I was like, where do I know this story from? Mm. I was like, this is so weird. Like, yeah. where do I recognize this from? And then I realized like. It was my own life. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I think that that had a lot to do with the fact that all throughout my 20s, like I was hooking up, but not like having penetrative yeah. gay sex. Like yeah. I was like, you know, frauding my way all up and down New York. Yeah. yeah. Like, but basically not ever like feeling comfortable or safe enough yeah. to actually have sex. Yeah. 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 But maybe um, not even knowing that you didn't feel safe. Like, yeah. right. I think that's yeah. such a common story. Too. That Absolutely. is really emotional. Definitely. And I think that that's something about representation and about like, you know, even just having like queer voices to listen to at all totally. is yeah. because I genuinely think that there's a lot of people out there. I know I was one of them that felt like this can only be happening to me. I must be totally alone. If I were to voice that this is happening to me, I'd be to I'd be totally out here by myself. Yeah. And so that's, I guess, why it took me such a long time to understand that I wasn't sexually broken. Yeah. I was just slow to get to know myself sexually sure. because I was scared. Yeah. yeah. And so totally. I had a whole first relationship with actually, you know, my musical director Henry now, oh, who's my sweet. good dear oh, friend. Yeah. And he and I like had like two and a half year relationship where sex was really hard for me and it had yeah. nothing yeah. to do with yeah. him. It was all me. I couldn't open myself up in that way. And so when that relationship dissolved, I really committed to like finding myself sexually. Sure. And I was like exclusively a top. Yeah. I think because I felt like I had more control, control over 100. the situation. I relate that totally. is I, I think that, I totally tea. relate to I, I think that is so common also yeah. because it's just like the amount of vulnerability, to be honest, to be a bottom is fucking vulnerable. It's hard. I mean, like not only is it yeah. like, LOL, like the fact that it hurts. And the yeah. thing that I want, if, if there's young, you know, gay, cis men, whoever is out there like taking it in the ass, what I want you to understand <laughs> is that it, in the beginning, like, in the beginning. It, it always hurts. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it will hurt when you start every single time. And then it gets better, LOL. Yeah. yeah. But like anyone, <laughs> that, anyone that's experimenting with anal sex and is like, oh, this isn't for me because it hurts, yeah. it always hurts. Yeah. 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 It, it becomes but you can part move of it. Through it. 
you have a different relationship to the pain. Yes. And so basically when I sort of understood that a little bit when I was like 30, I would say, uh -huh. in another relationship, I was like, oh, I think what I really want is to open myself up in this way, LOL. LOL. But, um, <laughs> but I think I've understood more about myself that in a relationship, like I actually do feel more of like a bottom. Sure. But it's weird because when I hook up with strangers or like you I have wanna... random hookups, I'm sort of exclusively a top. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it is literally a trust thing. Yeah. yeah it sure, is a trust totally. thing. It's me wanting to be taken care of. It's me wanting so to feel, like, feel a certain way. And honestly, it is more difficult for me to be versed in relationships and I do identify as versed in my life. It just depends who I'm with. Yeah. yeah so totally. that's kind of like my experience with gay sex. Yeah. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. I'm really curious like how you well, first of all, like, thanks for sharing about. I mean, yeah, this, the real shit because I think it's important and it's re also really relatable. Also, when I like, was in my relationship with Naomi, like, your do you relationship, remember? <laughs> it was my well, relationship. But I was. It was top. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't believe that for a second. Was there. <laughs> Wasn't there? You know, so. Wait, wait. We're not no, opening kidding. this up. I believe. Wait. Uh <laughs> Okay, fine. I, we, I, I, I agree with you. Actually, I can't talk We're about it on every episode of Gay. Opening it up again um, because it, what what's it's giving is I like you're giving bottom. No, this is the, I don't know. We're, we're not having this fight. I'm again. shaking my head. Here's what, all I wanted to say. Here's <laughs> all I wanted like, to say. I don't want to do, do you remember Naomi? One of the first times we were really making out we in, were in, in my your relationship dorm, with you. In my relationship, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and I was making out, and you were there. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> totally. And I remember that I was there. Okay, but do you remember we were really making out, and it was maybe getting to be we were Where involving were we? our groins, Where and I was we? thinking. Oh my God! We were on your couch in at um, I don't, Trojan Hall. But I don't remember. All I remember is that at this time, I I had a they had, had a Verizon poop. chocolate. Oh my God! What the fuck? And I text. I remember texting you on my Verizon chocolate, being like, "We should do this again sometime." <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so okay, then so tell we about your relationship then, and um, <laughs> and I started weeping. And I, I do remember went to the bathroom. I'm gonna say it happened a few times. <laughs> yeah, it happens though. No, it happened a lot yeah. throughout our relationship, and times. I was always so confused. I didn't know that I, I had. Why couch, do you think like... you were crying? <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? Yeah, I had a lot of sexual trauma. Um, I had like literally just come from a semester of sexual trauma. Jesus, straight and in, slammed into the relationship. Slammed right into your relationship <laughs> with me. <laughs> And so it was just it, it, the intimacy was too much, and the intimacy was too much, and it yeah. like being really seen and being taken care of, and like feelings when you feel safe with somebody, that's when you realize like I didn't have that yeah. before. This is actually know? sweet, ultimately, and it was like yeah. um, I it just brought up everything, but I didn't. I didn't understand. I was yeah. just weeping, and I was like yeah. shutting myself. In it, the was like, it was like it was like a physical be in the bathroom response. And I'd be on the couch, like, You'd be like, this girl is a little funky. I was like, yeah. Her and her hair pants I'm not, I'm are not being make that crazy. <laughs> Which is ultimately a good thing. Wow, yeah. the fact that you had the boundaries to do that is wild. Like, I would have been like, like, what did I do? Bang on the door. I don't think I had the language for it at the time. Like, well, I can't remember what known? I said to you other than like, I'm ugly or something. I probably said something like that. Yeah, and I was like, that's really crazy, girl. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you were just there for me. You just you still liked me. Oh, you were trying to get no, it. You were you trying much. to get it in. 
Yeah, well, well you got to do what you, you can. Like, I was sending you green text messages, baby. Honey <laughs> chocolate. Um, you know chocolate. what I love <laughs> is that you guys can actually have that conversation. Like, I, I, it's so funny because, like, I feel like there's like a conception about like cis gay men where it's like, oh, they all fuck each other. And yeah, like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it all is good. Like, I don't know. Like, the, like someone that I dated, like, it, it's hard, you know, yeah. like I But you literally tore with this person that you were in a relationship. That's for years. one thing. And there's been a lot of time. There's another relationship in my life where we're actually not even on speaking terms right but now. After I have that really too. Close. I think, I think I it's just wild. both. I yeah. think it's just both. I think some people, people, people you can. Yeah. And also it's like this might not have been the case not to speak for you guys if it didn't have to be. We the didn't case. have a baby together. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like you guys broke up like right when we got signed and we're like yeah. well we actually y'all have to go to therapy because we had to not work it out <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you had to up with her and she goes well i'm having a baby <laughs> that's literally <laughs> that's that's literally, yeah well i don't care i'm having a baby <laughs> that's literally <laughs> in this world you're, you're southern <laughs> that's gonna be the scene when we make the moon a movie yeah, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> the guess what into the moonverse it's and actually, then you hear i can get up tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and that's it from the stomach yeah. i'm imagining this movie is actually matt playing every single part i would love i would if you don't work i got a job for you yeah baby we're working um, on it okay <laughs> but then how did you like so were mm. you thinking after that first sexual experience like even though now you're like Okay. Well, were you thinking that was fun? I want to do that more. There was no, there was a series of sexual uh, exposures with him, interactions with him, this first guy that were really nice. Uh -huh. And I remember I drew a boundary because he was older than me and uh -huh. because yeah. he, we worked together and because I was also going to go to school yeah. and uh, I was going to start trying to actually be myself there and yeah. date guys my own age. And I yeah. said, this is what I want. And suffice it to say, he accepted that in the moment. And then I think didn't actually really hear, you. hear it. Yeah. Because yeah. then we were in a situation where we were isolated together and I was cornered by him. Mm, and yeah. I remember after that experience, I felt bad yeah, and like totally. drained and exhausted and lifeless in a way that I had not before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can identify that now as being, you know, a trauma point. Right. Like, Definitely. But if we had learned that, like, when we were learning about, again, home economics, mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting also, to just not have the language. And I think part of it's so fucking weird, like, to be our age exactly. And our maybe age this, range. Maybe this is ignorant because yeah. maybe the, the kiddies are still going through this. They probably are. No, they but are. But there, there wasn't a process. But like you our specific age range with regards to like people who are 16, 17 dating people in their mid-20s. You know what weird. I mean? It yeah. was happening. It was and happening a lot. Sexual experiences, weird. especially if it's um, homo- yeah, it's, it's secret and not talking it's secret. about it. It's I will secret. one day write something about that experience 100. because yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say that something that was really, I think, very characteristic of where I grew up and very characteristic of actually the culture at large. I'm sure, yeah. is that um, this idea that it's okay for like a 30 year old to be dating someone that is like 18 or 19 it's years crazy. old and like. I remember I was not the only person in that situation or that ecosystem that was happening to him. My best friend there that I waited, that are that I, we actually bus kids together. They called yeah. us bus kids. Oh, yeah. And we were becoming servers, but she was also 19, mm -hmm. fucking the chef who mm -hmm. was 
my guy's best friend and was also 30. And I remember after the weird experience I had with, with my guy, mm -hmm. I went to her and was like, well, I guess like this is still happening with me and him because he, he didn't take no for an answer. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's how they are. And it was just like, like an LOL. Literally. Yeah. literally. This and is so I think, real. I yeah. think especially with gay men, though, where it's like, oh, I think there's something that's really confusing that can happen to people, especially because at the beginning you're saying yes to these things because it's still nice. And like this gray thing yeah. happens and then you feel shame and you don't know why that yeah. you feel shame. And I think that's I don't know. I don't know if it's more common with people who are gay and like the shame of being gay is just like yeah, I'm just like so moved I'm you're so I'm, sweet for just uh, are you super watery is your chart really watery I'm a Pisces have we talked about this Pisces I'm a Pisces wow I'm a, yeah. wow you are I'm just inundated like a, I'm I love wait I, when's your birthday I, then you were just such March a sweetie oh coming well, up well can I say Joe's like, end of Feb Pisces yeah. for saying that but it's like sometimes like I do get a little like I am really going through something very hard right now. And I will yeah. say that sometimes on the podcast that I coast, mm. it's like I get a little self-conscious and aware about like how many people listen now. Yeah. And mm -hmm. about like the fact that I can't just like share my life anymore yeah. willy-nilly yeah. because totally. it affects people. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so right now I'm going through something really hard. Yeah, yeah. baby. And um, I feel like it's interesting because the way that I maybe used to process it would be like talking about it and making fun of it with Bowen on the yeah. podcast. And yeah. it's just like, now it's like, I have to like host this podcast that's like, yes, about pop culture, but also about me and my friends' lives. And I feel like I have to like skirt. Yeah. And so I feel like, I'm know, dealing like with that. Having a space to talk about it where, where I'm not judging myself too yeah. much because like, because no one listens to this podcast. No, no one, and no one does. And not no one does. And it's, not, it's literally not that. <laughs> it, it's that, like, I feel like I'm not... You're not, not like Matt Rogers, I mean, co-host like, of Lost Cult. You're not, like, shoulder. Yeah. And you know what it is? Yeah. Like, I feel like, like you because have to be you guys on. invited me here, yeah. I can talk about this stuff. Yeah, like, totally. When I'm on my podcast, I'm the host of it, so yeah. I'm yeah. responsible yeah. for the energy. Totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm also very aware of the fact that, like, you know, I don't know, like, people listen to the to the podcast and uh, there's like a certain dynamic and I should be like providing fun and like yeah. but also but I think that if that never changes it's going to ossify and then it cracks Ooh, it's yeah. gonna, great word it's gonna be it's gonna be like a hard pillow full of cum like you it's like if <laughs> you don't want to come there's pillow, an emergency damn. and like you know it, you need to be like just your fucking self on the podcast I think that like you never know what that will lead to I also think it's really really hard to like know that you're gaining an audience yeah. and obviously it's different when yeah. you're just talking on a pod versus like writing songs but I have dealt with in the last two albums like having to confront like really real stuff. humans yeah. that I like know like they're gonna know that this is about them and it's just a hard thing about being a writer yeah um and I don't and know like being a creative and, and being and a also yeah. being someone who has like I don't know like it, it, if you're someone who has a, a personality that people are drawn to, that can feel also like a responsibility, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, in a way. Now in terms it's of setting like, like the after vibe doing or the whatever. podcast for like seven years, it's That's now so like, I want, I don't even know what that, what it, what I'm trying to say. It's just like, I have a relationship with them and um, I want them to think. I'm doing good and yeah. like I want them to feel good 
when they listen to me. And so like when I'm not doing good. Yeah. You know, I, it's it's weird. And also the thing is like, you know, when when you guys are going through something, like you channel it into like beautiful art that's meaningful. And while I definitely see how what I do is meaningful on my podcast and like I am also an artist and I do create and I am a writer, but sometimes it's like I don't want it to seem like or appear like I'm getting on my podcast to like talk shit. Or like you know what I mean? Or like would, I mean, I gotta, as readers, I, I would say that I don't we think would people hold, would feel that we way. would hold space for I that. think so people love you for you. It's like a perception and reality yeah, and totally. like what's too much and what's not enough especially when you're trying to also be someone that like works and does more than that it's 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 weird yeah. it's hard like yeah. that's why i like i really respect people that can keep it really real no matter how big things get like i, I feel I like i only post on instagram and social media <laughs> when i'm at my worst I'm like, hey, just checking in. Well, the like, instinct definitely attacks. kicks in yeah. when you're at your worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've wanted to post some fucking stories. And I, <laughs> yeah. have, res- I yeah. have exercised restraint. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it feels <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. Oh, I never think of it that way. I, I just, think of it as, I'm like, I am so revolutionary. You're taking <laughs> I know this is gay to say, but I, I just really do believe in the bottom of my heart that no one who listens to your podcast would ever judge you for being who you are. And like they'd people, honestly be grateful people, probably. Yeah, they, 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 they're going through the same shit. We're and all also, gay and mentally ill. And anyone who makes you feel... And I do consider like, you know, 2016 when we started it to 2023 now, that's a growing up period. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's been through the return to Saturn. It's been, It's been a whole... You know, she started not having sex at all. Now she's, you know, mostly a bottom. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like just to give, just to color in some lines there. It's just like (laughs) taking it hard. It's hard to, it's hard to (laughs) navigate the core of who you are and how you share that with people, knowing that that was part of what made you successful or whatever. I mean, we deal with that with being in a band for such a long time. It's just weird. Being in a podcast is being in a band. That is a kind of... Anyways, yeah, that is a song between us. It's also just the age of entertainment right now. It's like when you're like going back to what you're saying, it's like you are the commodity, but it's like, honey, I'm the product even at my worst or at my best. And I think that's just the tea. Yeah, it's just like deciding what parts of your life are content. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is that content... Yeah. No, but maybe maybe this is That's maybe tough. this is actually an opportunity for you to figure out like some new boundaries because you're going through this period of change and like whatever that may be, yeah. you know, it, it, I think it could here. also be fluid too, where it's yeah. like maybe at this point like this is what it is and maybe that starts feeling too closed off for I you. I also feel like you really don't take yourself like super super seriously. You like I try not to. you're okay for things to be like stupid and silly and I also like the idea of like, you know, if if something comes up and you need to talk about it, then you talk about it. And if it's not hitting, then it's like, I feel like you would know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know what? Also, the thing is, here's the thing about doing it with your best, best, best friend. And you guys probably understand this. It's like, they'll pretend something is interesting when it's not. You know what I mean? It's just like. He's probably seriously wrapped. Like, he probably seriously is. You know what? Like, here's what I'll say. The, the the Las Culturistas podcast is a little interesting because it's like sometimes it's Bowen and I just being fucking stupid. It's just like we, <laughs> yeah. we, like we will just say things that can't possibly make sense to anyone. And then sometimes it'll be like today we have Katie Couric on the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> I love and that. Then, and then that. and then sometimes yeah. it'll be like yeah. we're doing a list today. And what? Like and yeah, then other times yeah. it's like 
oh, well, this is our dear friend. You know what I mean? And yeah. sometimes it's a mix or sometimes it's yeah. whatever. But we eat it up. But Right. But sometimes <laughs> I'm like, what are they? I'm like, taking it in my, I'm taking it as an And I guess I should just enema. accept that I think that's got all what it is and it's just whatever. You, you need a big hit on the head. Okay, we have to end our the podcast. But wait, 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 wait. But first that. of all, one, you have one too. word answer oh. to this question. Okay. Okay. Gays or lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> lesbians. I think that lesbians. I, well, uh, I said one word answer, man. Lesbians. We're in a lesbian, but I want to hear more because no I do feel that we. I, I we're fear gonna, this that we're in a lesbian is never era. Gonna I think lesbians overhandle their shit, which is better sure. than gay men who will lie to themselves and everyone around them instead of dealing with their shit. Oh shit! And I'm and that's I'm, why honestly, you're I know all the gay men listening, I'm sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, no, I'm I literally, you. I literally like, I don't know, being in LA, like around a lot of gay men, it just, it, it does, it makes me a little anxious, especially West Hollywood gay. I'm serious. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that the culture is just like toxic. It's tough. Like the, the expectation is fucked. Healthy, and I think that also what people aren't saying is that we're striving towards a beauty ideal that even the people that fit in that ideal are panicking, trying to. Retain Meet it. themselves. Yeah. Retain. Well, it's never. You're never there. Taking steroids. You're never. Your whole you're back never, has acne you're all never over there. It. It's crazy. It's also to be honest. It's like, is that actually what people even fucking want? Like, no. And also, you're never. You're never happy when you're fucking Adonis. You still see yourself as like a little rat. I think it's a bunch of um, people Bullshit. that are that are looking for something and identifying what that thing is in the wrong way. Yes. You know what I mean? I think that Absolutely. everyone so deeply wants. Like, you know, just to be loved on a basic level mm -hmm. and to be yeah. desired. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. because we were told our entire lives that, like, the future wasn't really possible for us. And yeah. so, mm -hmm. like, that met, made our adolescences extremely stagnant. Yeah. Because we weren't experiencing anything and we're very focused on how we would never experience anything. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I think. You have a fake life for, when, like, 18 years. Yes. Yeah. And then when the world catches up all of a sudden, it becomes this thing where it's like, okay, well. Forget it. Like, I'm not going to continue to be sad and mad and, like, yeah. hurt. Like, I'm going to live my life. And that causes an adolescence to happen yeah. in, like, late 20s, 30s, 40s. Absolutely. Which, like, is... You know, it, it, it's a really interesting thing. And I really wish that and I hope to maybe be a part of the person, the, the people creating it, like an honest to God, actual assessment of what that is in like a creative, fulfilling way, because I think that there is so much like we joke about it, but like there is so much homophobia amongst gays. Very and like, I also think internalized. You, have a, you actually have a powerful position in there as like you you are a beautiful like cis white gay guy who in a lot of ways i think you kind of are you you are an ideal and you so are an adonis to us when and I somebody like you like well too bad but but Katie when is. somebody like you is saying this doesn't work um that that there's a lot of power in that um, it's a fixation on like bodies. Yeah, well, I will yeah, say that. I will say I will say that it's, well, it's just, also just sex. It, it's sex, sex bodies. it's bodies. It's and also it's like because for so long that the that's game all that was. Was, that's all that's available to and, you. Uh, and so. we will end the podcast. But I'm <laughs> just going to go back. No, we're going to end note. the podcast now. Yeah, yes. I kind of want Matt to help we us were, review we the review. review. 
Oh my end. God, that's yeah. so powerful. We're, ta- we're taking our power back. So you guys have left reviews. Every single one of you guys has left a review. <laughs> we're going to be reading one of your reviews and we're going to be reviewing it because we are literary critics in addition to podcasters. And this is like a so good read. Let's go. Okay, five-star review from Double Denim Dyke. Whoa, fuck What's me. Hey, turned on. <laughs> Best podcast. Please give us more episodes when you're done with Muna 3. The girlies are starving. Well, wow. as you may know, we did finish Muna 3, and so this review is probably Jesus from the ancient Christ. times. Yeah. <laughs> Little do you know that we're actually going to feed you up a big slab of Matt Rogers. Oh, my God. <laughs> on this episode. On this episode you've, of Gaotic. Double Denim Dyke. <laughs> Um, I love being a big fat slab. <laughs> I liked this review. I like that you're asking for more. <laughs> so at the end of every episode, you say goodbye, and then you say, I-, I love you, and then you say your own name. So I'm going <laughs> to say, this has been an absolute gay pleasure. And uh, I love you, Katie. <laughs> wow. And I think I think today, more than That's any day, man. we all need to say this to ourselves. I love you, Josette. And I love all of you guys. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, I love you, too. I'm gonna. T- I'm. I'm panicking because I remembered last time everyone was like, "That was so cute that you closed your eyes." So I'm not gonna <laughs> close my eyes this time. I'm gonna look straight ahead. This is great. Uh, great hang. Love all of you guys, and I love myself. I love you, Naomi. You closed your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I love you. You're so cute. Well, <laughs> what a pleasure to spend time with my favorite band. <laughs> and I definitely reached out to y'all at the end of the year to tell you that my, I think, top three songs of the Absolutely. year were all Muna songs. And How I are. love Muna and I love each and every one of you. And Matt, it's going to be okay. And I love you, Matt. Oh, it's going to be okay, It's going to be okay, baby. <laughs> And we clap. That's our we first time. This is the first time we all clap. See, I, whenever, whenever you spontaneously applaud at the end of the pod, that was a good pod. Gaotic yeah. <laughs> is a production of HeadGum. Created and hosted by us, the band Muna, but mostly we're known as the famous podcasters from the podcast Gaotic. Our producer is Anya Kanovskaya. And our associate producer is Ali Khan. If you want to prove that you love us, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever people review podcasts. We might even pick your review and talk about it if it's a really good and really nice one. You can subscribe to Gaotic on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop on Hump Day, Wednesday, one of the greatest days of the week, baby. That's right. We do this regularly because we have fucking discipline. You're listening to our voices right now, which sound pretty good. But guess what? The face cards don't decline either. So head over to our Instagram at where is Muna and like one of our photos. I mean, truly any dopamine hit we can get is helpful. Meet you right back here next week. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>